When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you love riding a motorcycle, you want to ride it everywhere, even to a physical. Let's check your weight. Hop on the scale. Look at that. You're down a few pounds. Oh, yeah. Must be the new carbon fiber wheels. And when you love saving money, you want to save even more. That's why GEICO makes it easy to bundle your motorcycle and car insurance. I'm going to prescribe 91 octane for your engine knock, and we'll want to see you again in 3,000 miles. Kickstart your savings with GEICO Motorcycle. Bundle and save on the things you love. Bob and Tom comedy bits. Check. Willie Griswold. Check. Jess Hooker. Check. Jessica Alsman. Check. It's the Bits and Pieces podcast. Thank you, Mr. McGee. Welcome to Bits and Pieces, the podcast that revisits our favorite Bob and Tom show comedy bits. I'm Willie Griswold, joined as always by Jason, Jess, Jessica, and today we're talking fishing. Did y'all grow up going fishing at all? Not at all. Really? (laughs) No. My, my birthday, my dad would usually take me fishing. Yeah. Like that near my birthday. I don't even remember where, some crazy little yeah. pond somewhere. And Can, okay. Yeah. Uh, but that's, like, that's it, pretty much. Did you, did he take you fishing because he liked to fish or did you like to fish? I think he was okay with it, but yeah. it wasn't like a big thing. Yeah. I just felt like it was sort of that rite of passage sure. as a sure. 80, 80s kid right, kind of right. thing. Yeah, we, uh, we fished a lot. We did. We had a we had a, a summer house on the lake, and so all of us would just sure. you know stand there in swimsuits, and we'd have cousins in the lake, and we'd just try to catch them. Actually, yeah, <laughs> no, good lord, yeah. Because yeah. y'all have we had if you mess around with your fishing line, it's gonna go in your sister's ear, no and then like because apparently my mom did that to my aunt, and like they always mm-hmm. you don't want to get your ear cut off. Yeah, yeah, no, we sorry. had cousins who uh, she got her like hooked her right here in the back of the head one time. Yeah. Eeks. yeah, I remember my mom catching a bat because yeah. we were fishing at night. Yeah, and threw it up threw in the air, up. and the bat comes swooping in, caught a bat. Yep. I oh that yeah, that was freaking weird. <laughs> what? This yes. isn't a catfish; it's a bat. Yeah, I just thought it was a Jeez. bug flying. I'm right. terrified of bats, and I thought they only lived in Transylvania or whatever. I guess there are <laughs> bats. No, I know. I thought bats were like unicorns. Like I didn't know they were real animals. Yeah. I guess they're flying around all over the place. Yeah, we have a bat house. We have a bat. Mm-hmm. A bat. We didn't put the bat. I call it a bat house. You can buy a bat house and ha- put it in your trees, but we have a bat. We have a bat nest, but I just say bat house, and it's in the back. And I'm telling you. It controls the bugs in my backyard. Yeah, it's pretty mm-hmm. good. But yeah. why? I don't get it. Why aren't they called a bat cave? cave. Yeah, I don't it's know. right there. I don't it's know. right there. there. Well, a cave isn't above ground in a tree. Oh, yeah, that's true. It's usually dug into the ground. Because I was, I was, I was visiting my sister in Austin, and there's this big bridge. And there are all these bats yeah. underneath it, and I go, Lucy, that is so scary. Why would you live near a place that has bats? And she goes, There are bats. Everywhere you live. And I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. there are bats Scary everywhere. Bats. We, we had to pay quite a few times to get the bats removed from the church steeple where our oh, bell is yeah. because mm. there was a I bet. too much bat doo-doo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or uh, what is it? Guano. Uh, yeah, is it oh, guano? That, I think I it think, is. Yeah. I'm just thinking of Ace Ventura. Dung. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> bat dung in the bell. That's right. <laughs> 
we had a we had a bat uh, fishing situation. So it was a night swim. We're at the end of the dock. Some of us are fishing. It sounds like an Some official us, uh, tonight. Right now at uh, ten thirty is a night, night swim. swim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't that. It was just like you know, parents were partying. They're like, I get out of here. Swimming at night. Yeah, love so, it. So we're yeah. in the lake. Some of us are in the lake. And if you and let me paint a little picture for you. All of us have names that start with J, mm-hmm. just so you know mm-hmm. what we're working with here, mm-hmm. except for the three sisters whose names start with B. That's another story. But so we have, some of us are fishing, some of us are swimming, and some of us are shooting BB guns off of the dock. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> and my brother shot it off and shot it straight up, and all we we just can barely see because of the moonlight is like this this thing, and it's just swirling down, and it's coming, coming, finally smacks. Somebody goes out there. It's a bat. You got a bat. He, he literally oh, shot wow. a bat. He shot a bat in the dark. And us weirdo kids swam out and got to the bat. It. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have to. Yeah. Look, yeah. So happy. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Look at that. It's bleeding oh, all over you. yes. I was just weird. So weird. Yeah. So, so did, then you put it on a hook and try to use it as bait. I don't know who. I don't. It's hard to tell I, what we did with the bat after that. That's pro, I probably shouldn't. Well. Yeah. Peter might be listening. If if we're starting with bait, I think I know where this is going. This is an absolute silly classic from Haywood Banks. Okay, here we go. Fish and worms, fish and worms. Everybody's wishing they had fish and worms. Find them in the garden, turn over a rock, slip them in your sandwich, put them in your sock. That's fish and worms. Fish and worms. Well, my big sister, she don't like my fish and worms. Big ones, little ones, they scare her to death. She was making chocolate shake, I dropped a couple in the blender. <laughs> now she's sitting around with bated breath. <laughs> From eating fish and worms, fish and worms. Everybody's wishing they had fish and worms. Do your English homework, underline a word. Circle direct object and transitive verb with a fish and worm. <laughs> fish and worm. <laughs> Wrap them around a corkscrew. Twist them in some twine. Take them to the health spa so they can unwind. That's fish and worm. Fish and worm. Fish and worm. Well, I like doing everything you can think about the fish and worm. Gushy, gushy, ones. They're ones that wiggle and squish. There's only one thing I don't like doing with fish and worms. And that is, of course, to catch fish. I hate them fish and worms. Fish and worms. Everybody's wishing they had fish and worms. Find them in the backyard, underneath some leaves. Make them little dresses. Just leap off the sleeves. That's fish and worms. 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 Make them little dresses, just <laughs> leave off the sleeves. The genius of Haywood Banks. I, I think it's awesome to hear something that you know that no one ever thought of before. No. And that's Haywood right there, right? I mean, it's, no one ever thought that. It's weird. It's hilarious. It's not dirty. It's absurd. It's I, I, lo- I, I can't say enough about that. That might be my favorite Bob and Tom show. Th- pl- thing played on the Bob and Tom show. Oh, of all yeah. time. I don't know. I, I love that so much. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, I I remember hearing it and just being like, this is amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is amazing. I can't even like my little kid brain couldn't even put into words like how creative and wonderful it was. You know what I mean? But I was just like, I have a feeling 
Like yeah. this is this is so good. Yeah. Everything Haywood does gets stuck in my head. Last week I couldn't stop saying randomly, never trashed a puppet. I just don't know why. I don't know what I saw that even triggered it. And it's yeah. No, I'll now do this that. is gonna be stuck in my head all week. Yeah. So yeah. I'll, right. I'll do that. Drop and roll. <laughs> Transitioning. And then we're just talking about doing your English homework, circles the erect object, and conjugative ver- Trains yeah. of the so, verb, yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah. It's just so weird and silly. It's wonderful. Yeah. It's wonderful, like you said. I mean, this I think this song kind of was a point in time where the budding genius of Haywood literally yeah. was coming out. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. this kind of set the tone for everything that came much later. It is. And I feel like recently I'm going through Bob and Tom pictures mm-hmm. and I have mm-hmm. a picture oh, of my. Haywood at this moment, like what, about the right. time that this came out. Yeah. That's awesome. So we'll have to post that because it's, did you see it? You may have been in my office. Yeah, in I saw it in your office yesterday. We'll uh-huh. share that tomorrow. With this. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. That is so, Yeah. Ah, what a wonderful, goofy, absurd, mm-hmm. weird, incredible song. Alsman, you seem like someone who'd be kind of yucked out by worms. When I was younger, I didn't really care as much. And yeah. now I don't. If I see worms, I know I have healthy dirt. There you go. Oh, All right. Yeah, because last year, uh, was the year of growing dirt at my house because you there's nothing grew, else to do. You grew dirt. I amended the soil, but I like to call myself Dr. Dirt because I went to dig in the dirt to plant some flowers and not one ant or bug could be found because it was just sand. Oh, oh. God. That's so, good. Doctor, so that's fun. Uh, just because it is my dad's birthday and if he were here, I think it's very important. I say like he's dead. If he were here, <laughs> if my dad were here, it, it would be important to note that Dr. Dirt sounds like the name of a gay porno. And I feel like we should <laughs> just say Dr. Dirt. You do. You have Dr. You have to Dirt button. Yeah. They call me Dr. Dirt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you got it. I mean, you're right there. It's, gosh, I'm so glad we could do that. I'm going to call him after this. Hey, you know, you're, you're never going to believe what we did on the podcast. And I, you know what? It's good to have that relationship with your father. <laughs> right. <laughs> the Dr. Dirt button relationship. So did, did, do, you, do you recall Tom ever fishing? Um, so fishing was something that I did more on my mom's side. My great grandpa was a farmer and he loved fishing and he had this fishing boat that I remember being on a lot as a kid oh, cool. and him having his cigar on there. Yeah. But my dad was definitely like around, but he was more, I think, watching over the fish. Sure. He was yeah, the yeah. guy, cause we were all the little maniacs with the hooks right. that we were throwing yeah. all over the place. He oh, was making yeah. sure I didn't give my sister a, what's that called? A, a cartilage piercing by right. accident. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's yep. true. Mr. Safety. Just a bunch of little maniacs. Somebody had to be Mr. Safety. It was very important. Uh, let's get to our next bit. And this is actually, it's a movie. A movie for a radio show. What do you think about that? It's a movie that's all about fish. Coming from Bob and Tom Productions, the controversial movie based on the best-selling novel, it is written that he fed 5,000 people with just two fish. Did he really? Or as author Dan Brown claims, did he simply pull the old misdirection switcheroo? <laughs> and also, uh, the meek shall inherit the earth. Oh, that's good. Um, oh, oh, hey, everybody. Uh, look way over there. What? Where? I don't see anything. Oh, uh, never mind. Thought I saw something. Well, let's eat. Dinner's on me. <laughs> what the heck? Look, look what he did. This was just a basket with a few loaves of bread and a couple of fish, and now there's enough seafood here to feed 5,000 people. Ta-da! Thank you. Thank you. If it was such a miracle, then why did Leonardo da Vinci paint one of the disciples in the Last Supper to look exactly like David Copperfield? And also, why is the fish on the plate in the picture laughing? Was turning two fish into a feast for the multitudes a miracle? Or just a silly parlor trick? You be the judge. Don't miss the Da Vinci Cod. 
It's two fish and a cast of thousands coming to theaters everywhere. The Da Vinci Con, with the most star-studded roster of actors ever assembled. You'll see Catfish Hunter, Eddie Fisher, Terry Hatchery, Jim Belsushi, Rob Blowfish, Chad Pitt, Larry Kingfish, Martin Mullet, Muscle Crow, Jason Bateman, Al Sharpton. All right. Shelley Winters, Leonardo DiCaprio, Drew Barracuda, Stingray Romano, Bernie Mackerel, Jessica Albacore, Piranha Nicole Smith, and Kevin Pollack. Plus, you'll want to pick up the soundtrack featuring the music of Eel Diamond, Barry Whitefish, Smeltin' John, Squad Stewart, Squid Vicious, Herring Connick Jr., Pike and Tuna Turner, Thelonious Monkfish, Sean Pufferfish Combs, Manta Ray Charles, Ringo Starfish, and Vince Gill. Take your date out to dinner, then catch the Da Vinci Cod. But please wait at least 30 minutes after eating before entering the theater. The Da Vinci Cod will be shown only on Fridays until Lent when it will run daily. Rated PG 316. Oh my goodness. That So I think we can all agree, way too many puns. Oh no, Jesse! Have your 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 face? Your hands are in your face. Are you okay? It was so much. Yeah, it was so so much. <laughs> Just as soon as you thought they were done, they just threw out a whole bunch more. I was looking at the time here, and when they started, when 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 the announcer there really started to start all the names, mm. it only took fifteen seconds before Bob's. All right. Oh. <laughs> all and right. It, and it went on another fifty seconds. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. yeah. But they're all good. I, I thought that was fantastic. I, you know, you know I who I blame. It. You know who I blame for this. Who? who? I'm gonna I'm gonna go Marty Bender on okay. this one. Okay. Yeah, I bet Marty was around. I think so. You I'm think gonna, so? I think I know. But so. I feel like the, it has a lot of Tom in there too, though. Yeah. You know? so? I feel like this was in the air era, and I I don't recall being there if if this was part of a writers' lunch because this this seemed like a collective. That I mean group, that many punt. That many puns, it's got to be writer's room, unless it's just one person losing their mind <laughs> doing fish puns. Because like earlier this week, uh, Josh did the thing on, on Friday of last week where it was it was basically you're taking uh, celebrities and adding weed to it. That mm. was There was a premise. Urkel has weed. Yep. And so now we're saying, what other celebrities have weed? And then it was really fun when Josh did it. And then my dad got to it and it was just pun, 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 yeah, pun, yeah, pun. Yeah, yeah. And so the point that I'm trying to make with all of this is sometimes when the pun, 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 pun happens, you need Bob or someone with the sentiment of Bob to go, all right. That's too yeah. many. Yeah. They hit them all. Yeah. I mean, they hit them all. Did you ever go to writer's lunches? Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There was an era, I would say, um, probably 03 up until, I don't know, 2010-ish, probably. Yeah. There was a good... I mean, there was times we would have three lunches a week. Oh yeah, no, I remember. Yeah, I remember because that means we couldn't go to lunch. Yep, correct. I was but hurt (laughs) that I was not invited. And and there's the writers. And there's some things that get a little bit uh, exaggerated, but some of the things that, like Tom, who said uh, a gal looked like the NASCAR driver, Jimmy Spencer's sister. I mean. (laughs) That happened. That happened. I was right there. Yeah. I yeah. mean, there's stuff like that. That I mean, just incredible things that happen at some of these launches. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. 
And just real quick, one joke that I want to point out that I thought was incredible is pun, 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 and Kevin Pollack. Yes. (laughs) And then when they doubled it up with Vince Gill. Yeah, 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 we had two. That is good. I mean, it's a pun bit. They they did everything perfectly. At Mm. the end, they say, catch it this summer. And by the way, (laughs) Da Vinci Code, that was popular for like two years. That was was massively. Mm. So yeah, we we can figure out when this came out. Real fun bit, really weird bit. I loved it. You guys, I actually have this is this is really cool because you know we're such a history based podcast. Well, absolutely. <laughs> Today we're talking about history. I don't know if you guys knew. Do you guys know Donnie Baker used to do boat tours? Oh wow, mm-hmm. I did not. Hi man, this is Donnie Baker, man. You guys know for a little while now, two years, I've been trying to sell my boat, and I ain't sold it yet. But I figured, why should I sit here on this boat that ain't sold when I could be giving tours and making big money? So welcome to Donnie Baker's boat tours. <laughs> And this is probably one of the nicer pay lakes on this side of town. I met the owners in defensive driving school, Butch and Patty. They said I could bring my boat out here anytime I wanted as long as I don't leave no more cans, bottles, or rubbers on the bank. <laughs> I've had a big problem with homeless rubbers. I guess the snapping turtles can choke on them, and who's going to help a choking snapping turtle, man? Patty said they've lost about a half dozen snappers due to choking on these floaters people leave out there, man. Oh. And man, when your snapping turtles start to be endangered, it screws up the whole ecosystem. Then the catfish take over. Butch and Patty said there's catfish the size of full-grown midgets in this lake. <laughs> I swear to God there is, man. Watch this. Hey, Scotty, start chumming. What do you want me to use, man? Well, get in the cooler, man, and start tossing some of that stuff overboard. Now, use the old beef jerky, the stuff with the blind Indian on the package. All right, man. Use, uh, use, use some of this cheese whiz. And pinch off a gogurt. That works. What about this, Donnie? No, don't use the Funyuns. It ain't for the catfish, Scotty. Them's for us when we start drinking. I swear to God, man, in about 40 minutes, we'll have the catfish following this boat like stray dogs tracking a trash truck. Now, right here's the deepest part of the lake. I remember going skinny dipping when I was just 14. Remember, Scotty? I started doing a backstroke and the cops showed up because people reported seeing the pork and ass monster surface. I swear to God they did, man. Ride that sail. I swear to God we'd go scanty dipping with the varsity cheerleaders after the football games. We'd be tweaking on Robitussin and Vapor Rub, and it wouldn't take long for them cheerleaders to soak their pom-poms with us. I swear to God that's true. You can look it up. Now, over there by the dock is where Randy passed out after two wine coolers. <laughs> I swear to God he did, Scotty. Remember? It was my first company picnic with the dick. I won the three-legged race by myself, too. I swear to God I did. Starboard, Scotty! Easy, man. That's a side that's got the fresh paint. So anyways, man, spend a day out here. They sell code beer in the bait shop. And if Patty's on her Prozac, she'll bake cookies and split a bucket of chicken with you. She's down home that way. They're kind of like a second family, Timmy. The only thing I don't like is that my pager don't work out on the water. So, hell, I probably lost a few sales from people who want to buy my boat. But, man, to escape out here for two or three hours is probably worth it. Hey, Scotty, look. Where, Donnie? Over by the stump. It's a snapping turtle chewing on a rubber. <laughs> and he's blowing a bubble. I swear to God he is, man. Let's get back to the bait shop and get a camera. I got to go. Donnie Baker, the boat tours. My, uh, when, when he said the pager on the water, having a pager on a boat, that took me back to a vacation with my dad up in like Harbor Springs, northern Michigan area. And I think we were on maybe on Lake Walloon. And it was early cell phone days, not iPhone, flip phone days. 
and just him, like one of my siblings, like in the back being towed, water skiing, wakeboarding, whatever. And my dad just on the cell phone, like he's in the car. No, yeah, I'll be there soon. I'll be no, I'll be there soon. <laughs> no, we're doing something right now, but I'll be there as soon as I can. Oh my goodness, real funny stuff. What a weird bit. I like that he mentioned skinny dipping in yeah. this. And for one, I don't want to think of. Donnie Baker skinny dipping, but uh, have any of you skinny dipped? Oh, yeah. So I have a really, really funny story. I think I've said it in here before. It's me and my buddy Mark, and we're with one of our friends who's just this gorgeous person. She's like a model now. Right. Uh, One of our really, really great friends. Um, and we're all we're at my mom's house, and she used to live on this this lake house. This this kind of small lake in the back, and we're about to go swimming, and it's nighttime, and it's dark, and we're all a little drunk, having fun. And then this girl who's just beautiful just goes, hey, we should all go skinny dipping. And then out loud, my friend Mark just goes, play it cool, Mark. Funniest <laughs> 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 things that I've ever been a part of. And I sort of, I kind of honor that in this room a lot. Whenever someone says anything, I go, all right, everybody relax. Everybody yeah, play yeah, it cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So funny. I don't, I, I don't know if I've gone skinny dipping Unless I was, oh, the first time I ever got drunk, I told a girl I loved her, and then she said she didn't like me, and then I jumped in the lake naked, you know, just to prove to everybody that I wasn't weird or anything. Yeah, right. that yeah. helped. I that bet worked. that helped. Did you guys ever go skinny dipping? Why did I say, why did I just say two examples? <laughs> <laughs> Save some for the ladies, will it? <laughs> I don't think I, I can't remember if I have or not. That's pretty bad. Yeah, I, I have. I've been on, um... I've been on a lot of houseboat trips, all mm. adult houseboat trips in my <laughs> early 20s. Uh, yeah, well, I, we were barely adults. Let me say that for starters. And I was naked a lot growing up, like not growing up, but like as a teenager, like I was always mooning people or just like would just like sit down and have my butt crack out just to get a reaction. Like I would sure. sit. I you, would, you were a boy. I was. Times. I was. Yeah, yeah. I was. If you guys, there are pictures that you would go. I don't. This might be a boy. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like in in class, in a high school classroom, I would pull my sweatpants or my scrubs because that's what I I wore nurses scrubs to school because that's how much I cared about my appearance. And I would pull them down just enough to see it, just to get people's reactions <laughs> as they walked into class. I was a horrible human being. What a little weirdo! Well, that's Such funny a though, like you never know when Jess is going to do it. Oh, there's her ass. We would we would drive through the Best Buy parking lot on East Washington Street, and I would just push my butt up against the window just so my friends could laugh at people's reactions as they oh, saw yeah, my absolutely. butt in the window. <laughs> I imagine when you were in high school, you got kicked out of a lot of Goodwills. You know, running around, oh, sure, putting sure. on old clothes. I thought you were going to say school. I was like, yeah, that too. <laughs> I, schools, Goodwill, classrooms, Red yeah. Lobster, whatever location you want to have. I bet All you got kicked it. out. Really. Just Anywhere on the east side, yeah, you could just say any any place. I was, I, uh, yeah, I would. You just would do things to just just be awful. But I, I skinny dipped as I, I skinny dipped uh, with a lover or two, also like in a in a like a. Can I? I I'm probably gonna make <laughs> Jesse laugh pretty good here because you were talking about the houseboat. Oh god! And I thought of uh, two words. Yeah. Big Montana. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, folks. It's okay. We'll she, play she, cool. you know, we we've, we've shared stories through <laughs> shared the year, stories. and there's a houseboat. There's story. a houseboat story that is, yeah, that is, it, it, that is definitely a off off the air, story. off off the air story. Off, yeah. off All the right, air story. okay, cool. We can circle back really quick. One thing that I noticed at that bit, if you're talking about fishing on the Bob and Tom show, two guaranteed references: cheese whiz for bait and a pay lake. Oh yeah, Those pay lake. constantly uh-huh. used yes. in Bob and Tom show fishing bits. Yes. And so I just noticed, and that's that a Donnie Baker thing for sure. Mm-hmm. Is yep. a pay lake, a which pay I'm thinking lake. that dude doesn't pay for anything, no. <laughs> but yet he's always talking about the pay lake. Yeah. Um, 
I it's funny. I I think something I mentioned to him got into this bit, and I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this tweaking on some robo. Yeah. I always had robo tripping. Yeah. When I was in college, these guys said, Hey, hey, offsets, you want to go tweak on some robo? And I, you know, me. Right. 18 year old me mm, who's never touched a thing. Yeah. And I'm like, What are you talking about? And they, you know, they were doing cough syrup. And I thought this is the most absurd. Mm-hmm. I thought, you know, guys drank and got high. No, they're doing cough syrup, but it was no. called tweaking. On some robo, yeah, mm. it's and it's I it's I know we're having fun. It's like a very very dangerous drug. Very, it's very, very addicting, and it ruins people's lives. Yeah. I mean, is it, it part of it? And not to get too deep here, but do you have to have so much of it? You get this certain euphoria. Uh, yeah, essentially, yeah, but it's not like yeah, it's it's a, it's not like a drunk. It's not like a high. It's like a whole thing all by itself. Really? Yeah. Yep. It That's is. your it's tweaking. Very very different. It yeah. is a third option, and then most people <laughs> most people don't combine it with uh, Vicks Vapor Up like Donnie's friend did. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a killer combo. Maybe we should do some uh, rubbo tripping. I don't know how to say it. Would that be, is that sipping on some scissor? Yep, also? that's yeah, that. that is. Yeah, yeah. You understand little, that reference, could you? Five, oh, wait, is that 504 Boys or 36 Mafia? 36 Ma- Mafia, yeah. A lot of folks talk about well, sipping well, on well, scissor. Scissor? Well, yeah. Say that again? Just syrup. Sipping oh, oh syrup. Okay. Okay. In the way that Snoop Dogg will add a Z into sure, a phrase. Sure, sure. Yeah. Yep. Sipping on some scissor. Okay, This I is gotcha. so fun. I like, <laughs> like I'm also very white, so I might have said, sipping on some scissor. I can't even do it. I can't say it that way. It's great. I can t- I can show you three awesome songs that say sipping on some scissor. Yep. I'll do it during the break, but right now, uh, we have to warn you guys, Maurice is about to sing again. My darling, I, Maurice Chevalier, would like to sing for you now. Darling, we were meant for each other. And soon we'll be hearing wedding bells Then we'll honeymoon down by the stockyards What? Cause darling, I want to kiss you where it smells Yes, he wants to kiss her We'll go for a drive in the country. I'll bring lotions, lubricants, and gels. We'll make love on the ground near the landfill. Cause darling, I want to kiss you where it smells. be your knight in shining armor like a genie I'll grant your every wish tonight we'll go down by the ocean and I'll kiss you where it smells like fish holy mackerel We'll vacation in London and Paris And stay in the finest 
hotels We'll spend all our time in the bathroom Cause darling, I want to kiss you where it smells Darling, I want to kiss you When I smell fish, I miss you <laughs> Darling, I want to kiss you Where it smells uh, We'll go to Egypt And I'll kiss you Where it's Sphinx <laughs> Where it's Sphinx Oh, gosh when I smell fish, I miss you. Have you heard anything more romantic than that? Oh, Yes, my. you have. You've heard a lot of things more romantic <laughs> than that. Real gross. How are you doing, Jess? You, you look very mad. It I think says, you're mad at me. A, no, not, no. It's just, again, it's a lot. It's a lot. I, I'm, <laughs> it's a lot. I even question if this ever even was on the air. Oh, really? Like we did it for the, an album, and yeah, sometimes oh. stuff gets overlooked, and I don't know if Tom would have ever had a reason to I'd, air this. I don't know. My my uh, my Tom radar says that he would have figured out a way to make sure I, I it hear got you. on the air. I well, hear you. I mean, the wheels are turning in my head. Oh. The father-son thing where I'm going, no, because the joke tracks every time. He's never saying it inappropriate. He's by the dump. He's by the mm. ocean. That's why he's saying what he's saying. Mm. Yep. The Comedy-wise, the math adds up. Everything is fair, but yeah. really silly. Yeah. Holy mackerel. <laughs> there it was. <laughs> Uh, I'm not sure on this, but I'm pretty sure that is uh, Bob's wife, Becky, on the, some of the you backups You can hear there. Becky there. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And she's one of the people I always think about this, the things that Tom makes people sing. Yes. You know, like they had to say landfill with a question mark. That was so funny. Yes. <laughs> landfill? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because up until a certain point, it's not really a joke song. It is just kind of a sweet song. Yes. Right. No, and it's then, absolutely sweet. And then yeah. landfill is sort of the first hint, hey, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, lighten up. It's yeah. not going to be so sweet. <laughs> lighten up. Right, right. <laughs> uh, it's fantastic. Just a, just a, a really silly, really fun, vaguely inappropriate Bob and Tom overproduced comedy Yeah, band. Yeah, and that's why we do this podcast, because this is where you're going to hear that bit. And right. And you probably won't ever hear it again. Oh, uh, that that uh, Tom, that character Tom does. It's oh yeah, Maurice Chevalierus. <laughs> it's French. It's French. French. That's, that's probably one of my favorite names. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. How many performances has Maurice done? I don't know. That's a great question. I bet uh four to six. Yeah, I was going to say his his most famous song would probably be. I'm trying to think. Is it an? It's a perfume song. Yeah, um, um, I'm losing it too right yeah, now. Yeah, well, yeah. And we also all need to be very careful because there's a very thin line between Maurice Chevaliers and Dick Mango, <laughs> and you don't want to research too much because sometimes the voices are very entertaining. <laughs> I think I feel like it's I feel like it's one of those situations like where like where a family immigrated like one went to the U.S. and, and yeah, went to France. Yeah. <laughs> It's like in the old country they were brothers and now yes, they're both in yeah, different parts. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Someone's yes. from Quebec. 
Or, or at some Michigan. point, yeah. farther up the tree, the mangoes right. and the Chevalianus got together. Oh, and then okay, they okay, off. okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and like you say, went to different countries. Right. When you say <laughs> someone under the tree and yes. then the mangoes, <laughs> yeah. and it's a fruit tree joke for me, <laughs> right. that was a lot of fun for me. I had a lot of fun. You weren't going for it, but I, I enjoyed the ride, Jason. Oh, my gosh. I feel oh. so like I've, I feel like we need to have a writer's meeting now. And find a way to bring these two together. Mm, mm. Oh, oh gosh. Uh, kind of a Dean and Jerry sort of thing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We absolutely should do this. Yeah. And I think I think we, we gotta work on some live day stuff. I think there's some fun <laughs> stuff in the oh horizon. Can you pull off like the Trey Parker or the Harry Shear or the Hank Azaria? Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. That, switch have a conversation, yeah. not mess you know, it up. You know oh, what? it's it's like when Tom and Dick Whiskey that's one of my favorite things. Is like, hey, whenever oh, he yeah, says, yeah, yeah. "Dick, you haven't said hi to Tom." Yeah, yeah. Chick always oh, does yeah, oh, that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, Osman, you asked a very important question. You said, "Can he pull it off?" And I think the more important question to ask is, "Will it be funny?" Yeah. <laughs> and I think him pulling it off might be a no, but will it be funny? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Ideally, he does not pull it off. Yes, yeah. yeah. he'll overwork it. He'll be using two microphones. He'll be turning his body so it's and one half or the it'll, other. It'll be so good, though. It'll mm. be a hilarious mess. I want yeah. the split jacket to happen oh it's like the split jersey i mean it's it's I'm my father's son. In my head, you go, I want the split jacket. And I'm going, three phone calls. I can figure that out. That's all I need. That's all I need. Jacket one, jacket two, the lady in the middle. We're done. Uh, and, and he would ha- would he have a half of a nasty little thin mustache? He would have to. He, he would do have, have, to. have to. I mean, this is it's going to happen. It's, right. it's, it's, it's the wheels are turning, you guys. And, and we'd have two cameras. From, from the side so whenever that person was singing you see that side and now it's it's, really, yeah. it's a live day now it's also a studio day we can get involved you know what <laughs> there's this co- a lot there's a house band in tomorrow the day oh, this yeah, comes yeah. out we might try this <laughs> I might make some noise real quick at family dinner for my dad's birthday um, okay here is it's our next bit and it's a caller on the Mr. O show but he's going a bit rogue Heidi ho everybody it's the Mr. Obvious show I'm your host Mr. Obvious I'm here to help let's go right to the phone hello this is Mr. Obvious uh, hello, Mr. Obvious. Speaking. Uh, hi, Mr. Obvious. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. I I got a little situation I uh, thought, thought you might be able to help me out with. I promise to do my very best. Uh, well, I, I, I'm not what you might call an avid fisherman, but uh, uh, this past weekend I was, I was lucky enough to land a 16-pound rainbow trout. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. She sounds like a beauty. Oh, she sure is, Mr. Obvious. She is. Uh, that, that, that's kind of my problem, uh, you see, I never caught a fish like this before, and uh, i got to admit, it, it was a real thrill. And um, it stirred some kind of dark yearnings within me, you know, and after feeling mm-hmm. her thrash around like she did and, mm-hmm. and seeing the sun shimmering off her beautiful body. I, yes. Well, I, I found myself wanting this fish, and not, not just for dinner, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I sure do, caller. This isn't a fish for the dinner table. This is a trophy fish. Yeah. Have you thought about mounting it? Oh, hell yeah, Mr. Obvious. It's all I think about. Sometimes I lie there in bed at night, tossing and turning, fighting back the urge to sneak downstairs and take that fish out of the freezer and just mount it right there. Well, what's uh, stopping you? Well, I I guess I I fear becoming, you know, kind of an outcast, you know? I don't want to be shunned by my friends and family for committing such a weird, unnatural act. Wow, well, that's just ridiculous. Caller, many prominent and respected men mount the fish that they catch. You're kidding. Ernest Hemingway, <laughs> Gary Cooper, 
Ted Nugent, just to name a few. Why, I've seen a fish mounted by the pastor of my church. Whoa. You actually saw that? Why, sure, right there in his office. Oh, it was a beautiful thing. And it was perfectly natural. So, uh... How did it make you feel? Oh, well, you know, excited, jealous, many different emotions. Uh, made me wish I had a fish of my own to mount. I say this to you now, caller, and I believe it. A well-mounted fish will provide a lifetime's worth of memories. It's a special thing between a man and his fish. Man, I, I had no idea you were so open-minded and forward-thinking, Mr. Obvious. I mean, I, I just wish my wife felt like you did. You think your wife would object to you mounting this fish? Well, why don't you just sit her down and explain the feelings you're having, the almost obsessive urge you have to mount this fish? Surely your wife would support you then. I don't know. I, I kind of think it might be better if I just kept my wife out of the loop on this one, <laughs> at least uh, at first. Seeing how upset she got over the goat and all. Uh, you, uh, you mounted a goat? Hey, look, I thought the goat was choking, all right? I, I was giving him the Heimlich, and... Then my, my pants fell down, and well, that's beside the point. <laughs> You've inspired me, Mr. Travis. I'm going to go ahead and mount this fish. Heck with what society thinks. Now, uh, caller? Uh, yeah. Can, can I call you caller? Oh, sure. We may be talking about two different things here. When I say mount the fish, uh, what I mean is... Oh, I haven't felt this free in years, no, Mr. No. Wait, wait a minute, caller. I'm not encouraging some kind of sick... Oh, uh, you've really opened my eyes, Mr. I think we probably need to talk about this some more. Mr. You... you're a lifesaver. Caller. 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 Hello. For the love of God, caller, don't do this thing. Hello. Uh, well, I can tell by the music we're out of time. show. I need a vacation. Uh, all right, everybody, just play it cool. We all made it through. Got a little <laughs> weird at the end there, but a lot of fun nonetheless. Oh, I can't look at the caller the same again. I know, right? He's done uh, unspeakable things. Hey, you know what? This We have to learn how to separate the art from the artist, okay? And just because he's a weirdo doesn't mean he's not a good caller. That's true. Do you guys feel like this started out as a spit-take theater? And oh, they were yeah. just like, yeah, we got okay, too we much got too here. much here. <laughs> yeah, we got too much. <laughs> That, well, that's like that's the not, not implying that those are the same two guys. Like I don't. Well, no, 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 no. Well, no, no but it is. It's so <laughs> it's so cool that th these th these two pieces, uh, spit take and this, they have that connection, and it's not mm. just the character. It's like the it's like a genre. It's yeah. like it, to me that's it like. When you think about how certain Beatles songs are from the, the Lennon catalog or the McCartney catalog or from the both catalog, it's like a very distinct. I don't know. I, no, I you're right. You're right. It's one of those things where it's like. You're going to groan and giggle at the same time. <laughs> yes. and, and that's, yeah, that's what the spit take is. Yeah. My favorite part is when Mr. O goes, oh, a trophy fish. <laughs> <laughs> Think about mounting it and then just the dirtiest growth. Oh, hell yeah. So it's funny. a dirty, dirty hell yeah from yeah. the collar there. Yeah. I love that. So good. I also, I think that was the first time in history that Ernest Hemingway and Ted Nugent have ever oh. been included on a list together. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. The uh, show uh, is just all about culture, you know, and yeah. yeah, the history and bringing people together. You're learning. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, it's all about education. What did I say? You're like a dummy. I said we're a big history podcast. I, I was. I learned. I learned on this show. Yep, that's all true. the time. I learned I, that I know bats so much about. Freaking Bonanza or some random show. What is it? Uh, mm -hmm. The Avengers. But yeah, oh, the, the Defenders old shows. or whatever from the sixties. Yeah, I learned 
I mean, today I learned that bats aren't a mythical creature. I kind of thought they were like unicorns, <laughs> but we're all learning things today on the show. How, By the way, how serious are you when you say that? I, I was joking that it was today, but I learned this in the, <laughs> in the last probably eight years, I would say. Okay, okay. I, I knew that bats existed. Happen. I thought they existed in mountains in Europe, and that was it. Right, 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 right. Okay, I got I got you. Yeah. Now, Jesse, help me out here. Am yes. I recalling this crazy thought? Okay. You, at one point, wanted to go noodling. I still do. You still do. I still do. So that the, is that is it, on my. I have I have a list. I have and, a working and it's list. The act of what? So noodling is is basically how you catch catfish without a rod and reel, and that is is that you go into into their into their hole. I don't know what it's called. Maybe it's a cave. It's underwater. It's like a cave, but it's it's they get in there and they get cozy and it's mud and it's mm-hmm. it's it's mm-hmm. it's under the it's under the lake. It's under the lake. A lot of times it's, it's on rivers, I think. Lots of rivers, or, 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 or mostly. Not necessarily a river river and or lake near a tree that's yeah, kind, a of, bank. Like that's it's kind cool. of dug out a yes. little area. Yeah, and yeah. it's cool back there or whatever. So basically what you do is you make a fist. Like I, I, I feel like more people have seen, I don't know why I always think of this, but I think of when they inseminate cows or mm-hmm. horses, they put their fist in there. So you make your, you make your inseminating fist. Okay. But you actually you just go in there and you noodle around until you piss off that catfish enough that he bites down and then you yank your arm out and you've got a whole hog catfish right there. Bare hey. arm? Bare arm. N- not a glove. No glove. Fit. Oh, come on. No glove. No glove. You bear back that catfish. You just put it in there, noodle around, piss him off. He bites down. It hurts. If you're going to bleed, it's going to be bad. Oh, but man. I want to do it. You are getting so weird. And yeah, I love I, it. I, I, I want to do it. I want to go and 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 I just I I think it's it's on my top ten list. I have a, I have a working list mm-hmm. of things that I want to do, and maybe that's the one that I do this summer. I didn't realize that it was. I thought you were gonna like you know take it off and then it leaves and then you have a Viking next to you named Uhtred that just spears it <laughs> yes. and then you catch the catfish that way. Yes, like, not. And now he's on my arm. So that's the thing. <laughs> Catfish are crazy strong. Yeah. And so you, there are people that, I mean, it's hours sometimes of you in there and you're you're pulling and he's pulling. It's a tug of war and you, you got to get him out. I mean, there's people who like barely have their mouth above the water because they have fought this catfish so long trying to get it out. I'm not kidding. I'm doing it. I'm when, doing it. When you put in your mouth, I go, there are people who barely have teeth that do this. <laughs> Yeah, people catch fish with their fishing rods, not with their arms. All I can think of is on my list is I don't want to know what your other nine things are on your top ten list. That's that's probably the most extreme. Okay, that's probably the most extreme. I would love it if like if if, like that's like number nine is like catfishing with your arm, and then number eight is just like go to the new cupcake shop in Fountain Square. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's all it's all pretty like uh, off the path experiences for sure but that is that's the one that that makes me the most excited and also makes me the most scared so i'm ready so it's an excitement but it's also getting over a fear i don't have a lot of fear i just that's something that i want to do i like things that make me feel strong and powerful and that i can eat later so that's what (laughs) that's what i'm gonna do that's great i love eating later eating later I'll do almost anything right. if it's guaranteed I get to eat later. There, yeah. see? I've gone on hikes because I get to eat later. I've <laughs> yes. seen movies because I get to eat later. I love eating there later. There is nothing better than the anticipation of eating later. Only <sighs> thing better than eating later? 
Eating now. Eating now. I'd say that. And then talking about what we're going to eat later. Oh, I do. I, that's my favorite thing to do. It I'm always is. thinking about the next meal. <laughs> the next meal. <laughs> I always am. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, we're going to play a bit, and then we're going to talk about what we're getting for our next meal. But I think this could be our first uh, Tom Whiskey joke on this podcast. Yeah, today's tale is the true tale of Harry and Highest on Whiskey, frontier Armenians. Mm-hmm. Perhaps the two dumbest men I have ever met. Yeah. And I'll never forget it. They decided to go ice fishing. Mm-hmm. So there they were, out on the ice. And they set up their little shanty, and they set up a little fire in the shanty keep warm. Mm-hmm. And then they, they were just about to drill through the ice when this voice said, There are no fish under there. <laughs> they thought, well, wow. words from above. So they put out their fire, moved their shanty to a different spot, set up a little fire in the shanty to keep warm, they were just about to drill when they heard, There are no fish under the ice there. <laughs> all right. So they decided to pick up and... A heavenly voice. They moved their little shanty. They got it all set up, got their little fire going. They were just about to drill and they heard, There, there are no fish under there. Okay. <laughs> Again, they hear it. Harry, Harry said to highest on whiskey, fellow Armenian, whose voice is that anyway? This is the arena manager. <laughs> this is the arena manager. <laughs> uh, have you ever heard that one? No. Oh, my God. That, that's one of my earliest Bob and Tom memories right there. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, I mean, hilarious. this is mid to late 80s. Yeah, I, I've never heard that either. Yeah. I that We used to do that. I mean, th- once you know the joke, it's over. There's no... Right. But me and my buddies would still rattle mm. it off to one another. Yeah. It would be a punchline to something else that was stupid. Yeah. This is the arena manager. Mm-hmm. You know, that would be, that'd be our go-to. And then in the same way that earlier, sometimes my dad will get pun crazy and you need the sentiment of Bob to go, all right, uh, in this one, my dad, and I do this constantly, laughing through the punchline. I love it. And then it. in that one, Bob literally had oh. to go, he said, this is <laughs> right, 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 right. Manager. He had to be very clear about it. I love that for some reason, this show at, at the time back then created this fictitious place called Whiskeyville. Right. Yeah. That just kind of happened, mm-hmm. you know. And mm-hmm. obviously, they had an album. They had. I have comic books of them. What? You know, yeah, what? I have a comic book that uh, they put out. Mm-hmm. Really? Of them at Whiskeyville. I can't remember what the so name is of there, it is, but so I, I may have said Tom Whiskey earlier. Is it Doc Whiskey? It might be Doctor Tom Whiskey. Doctor uh, Tom Whiskey, but there's a bit somewhere where Bob is doing. Yeah. Okay. It goes back and forth. Okay, okay. Um, I feel like there's even a different name they might use. For him? Mm-hmm. The lines get a little blurred sometimes. And by the way, yeah. if anybody has any old Bob and Tom merch, uh, post it and tag me or Jess or anybody. Oh, so yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, did you see Megan Gailey 
gave her husband, CJ, who's like a big uh, streetwear guy, she gave him, it was her dad, Megan Gilley's a comedian from Indianapolis, yeah. and her dad had an old Bob and Tom band with Jeff put on it, and then oh, she gifted it to her husband, cool. and she posted it on Instagram, and it looks so cool. That's very cool. I love all the old Bob and Tom merch and gear. Yeah, yeah. I had a shirt, uh, and I, I would have to look, I think it's somewhere in the attic, but there is a shirt where it's, I can't remember, like... Uh, it's a bunch of basketball players, right? And they're tall. It's a cartoon. Do you guys remember this? Yeah. And then Bob and Tom are a little bit shorter, so they come just like to their thighs. And it says, the Bob and Tom show, they're nuts over us. Yeah. And, yep. I, and I wore it to school, and my dad was like, what are you doing? <laughs> Speaking of Marty, I have a feeling he was probably behind Oh, yeah, that that's one. probably true. And yeah, then yeah. you're a kid, you don't get the joke. Why is this inappropriate? Yeah, I what? was like, I love listening to them. What are you talking about? <laughs> Going into our last bit, a cherry on top of this fishy podcast. We have uh, a guy that is, uh, I mentioned earlier, internationally famous for a little something. It's the only talk show devoted to the artistry of uh, the bass guitar. It's a little thing we like to call Bass Talk. Wow. It's the Bass Talk Show with Mark Christopher Roman on the bass. Uh, yes. Marcus, how are you, sir? I'm great. How are you? Good. Well, this bass player, he was having trouble finding a gig. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What a so, surprise. Yeah. <laughs> so he decides to take a part-time job in a funeral home. Uh oh. Okay. So he's working with a funeral director, and they're late one night, and uh, a local guy named Stanley Smith had just died. Mm. And he's there on the table in front of him, and they're just amazed at this guy's certain body part. Oh. It's incredible. It's astounding, actually. Mm-hmm. It's bigger than any porno stars you've ever seen. Wow. So between the two of them, they decide this has to be saved for posterity. Mm-hmm. So they remove the body part. <laughs> and they, well, who would know, right? right. So they remove yeah. it and they stick it in this great big glass jar mm-hmm. with uh-huh. formaldehyde. Mm-hmm. Well, the bass player decides he's going to take it home and show his wife. Mm-hmm. So he takes it home and he sets it on the table. <laughs> he says, honey, come in here. you got to see this thing that I just brought back from the funeral home. Yeah. So oh, she comes no. in and she takes one look at the jar and she goes, oh, my gosh. Stanley Smith is dead? <laughs> You can see why people flock to the airwaves to hear the fabulous show Bass Talk. Bass Talk with MCR Mark Christopher Rorman, my old bass teacher. Yeah? Uh, Yeah, he's an incredible bassist. I know that's like a really silly bit, but that guy can play a bass. He always wears boots like the Beatles wore. Yep. Wears a lot of black. He's a cool guy. His kid writes for the show, Nikki. His hair is amazing. His hair is amazing. His hair is amazing. He's got that like distinct look where it goes out and, and just and, and has and he is for me, I don't know why, but he always felt like a Simpsons character come to life. I see that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like he just did. And Some I don't know if there I could pro- we could probably find one, but he also has one of the most pleasant voices to listen to. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Sure. He's great voice. Great voice. I wish he still came in and did bass talk. Can we, we keep should, a list uh, of things we want to do? We want to do... Absolutely. Yeah. We want a live day. Yes. We want bass talk. We want to catch a catfish. Yes. <laughs> we want to shove our arm underwater and catch a catfish. Yes. There's a lot of things we all want to do. Is there anything else that we all want to do to put on that list? Anybody have any ideas? Mm. I would. You know what? We should. We should really go fishing. Like, I think it would be a fun thing. Like, it's a very chill activity. I think it would be fun to do. I'm 100% in. Yeah. Usually I go fishing with my cousins in the summer. I did not get to do it last summer. I'm going to go fish. Whenever we can go fishing, I'll go. Yeah, we have, there's lots of places we could go and just like stand on the side of the... I mean, there's a little lake right here. Yeah, yeah. let's do it. Yeah. I don't know if the people that live there would let us fish over yeah, there. Yeah, well, 
ask ask for forgiveness. Hey, you know what? After a big rain, we could just fish here in the parking lot. Yeah. So a lot of comments. That's yeah. true. That's just true. one around the parking lot. How did I get here? Help me. Small little puddle in the front of my house that we could probably use a casting net on. Okay, cool. Yeah, Let's do enough. that. We get messages from people that say they just started listening to Bob and Tom like in 2013, 2014. They say, I'm a new listener. They think they're new and they've still been around for like, you know, five plus years. Right. So asking just for those that might be listening and maybe for me, when did the whole fish <laughs> shtick start? I don't know. Oh but, my gosh, we didn't even. Whenever know, there's right? a random uh, Mr. Any... John Salmon, you know, sure. and and Trout. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was I was told once, and I don't know how accurate this is because of my source, but that back in the day when they would like lie to a friend or say something that that they hooked them, like they got you hooked, and so whenever they realized they had hooked somebody, they'd say fish. And that person brought that Chick McGee to the show, and then he would just say every time it was it was. But I, but from what I understand, all four of them have a different story about where this came from. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, So we need to figure it out. But that's his version. But I would be interested. Maybe we could maybe we could uh, ask the others and see what they say and and and, and share. Well, I like how Chicks is like kind of maniacal. Yeah. It's so funny if, if Christy was like, I just thought we said that for fish. Because yeah. <laughs> she has no ulterior motive. You well, know? I remember like thinking for the longest time that they were referring to the band fish. Like sure. I didn't know like what I was like, well, maybe they know. Maybe they know the band. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I, I don't think that's it. Yeah, so I have I have no idea, but that's the one that's the one story I'd know. So, but I don't know how accurate it is. That's I had nothing. Yeah, I had no clue. Yeah, I, was, I assume, Although I assumed it kind of came from chick because that seemed like a chick kind of thing. Yeah. How how funny would it be if just one day my dad came in and goes, "Yeah, I'm taking off a couple weeks this summer. I'm going to go see Fish in tour. Yeah, I'm touring with the band Fish for a while. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, let's do it. I don't think he would ever do that. Um, I hate to yeah. end the show like this, but I'm really disappointed in you guys. Oh, what do we do wrong? What do we do? Um, I put in that last bit there called bass talk. Oh, bass and bass. Nobody, that was it? Nobody caught it. That was the fishy connection? Yes. Jason, there was no dumb, fishy connection. So I don't know why. There was no fishy exactly. connection. Exactly. I just accepted it because you're the producer. I <laughs> no, thought, I thought there was. You picked the bits. I thought that it was some sort of, I thought it was like a genitals, and since the genitals was cut off, I thought that it was the like. The formaldehyde, it was in water. I didn't I, know. I thought it was like a sardine connection or something. Oh. No. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. Is this what we're doing bass, now? Bass, Trying to trick us? Bass. It's actually really clever. Mark Christopher Rorman. Yeah, I was going there through was it in nothing. my head. There was nothing. And that's why the listeners probably going like, why did they put that last one? Yeah, I just I just thought that you were kind of being a little menace. I no, I'm just being an idiot silly. is no, what I was great. trying to be. I, I told you to call me out, Willie. Call me out. I thought that we'd already, you know what? We're moving on. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you like it, uh, subscribe, review the whole thing. And then uh, if you want to see me and Greg Hahn in Cedar Rapids, we're there May 7th. And then De- uh, Dubuque, we're there May 8th. It's going to be a lot of fun. Thank you for listening to the Bits and Pieces podcast. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra five to ten. What if I give you 15 to 20? Can you pay me more? Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.